Hi, my name is Lindsay Adams, and you are listening to Mindful as a Mother. Hey, hey, I just wanted to pop on here real quick before the episode starts and give a quick disclaimer. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for therapy or the therapeutic relationship, and the information given in this podcast is purely for educational purposes and is not intended to replace the advice of a professional. Now that that's out of the way, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review if you enjoy it because it helps the podcast grow. And don't forget to be peace, be love, be mindful as a mother. Hello and welcome back. My name is Lindsay Adams. I'm a child therapist and mindful motherhood educator, and I am so happy that you are here listening today. Today's episode is a little bit different in that I'm not going to teach you a specific skill or give you specific, maybe there's there will be some tangible tips, but it's less about parenting and more about like skills with your kids and more about mindset in parenting. And I really hope you like it because it's something that's helped me a lot and it's a conversation that I've been noticing myself having with parents and um and even like teenage clients but parents a lot lately and so i thought it would be helpful for everyone <laughs> to hear it and to just share it on the podcast so i am going to talk about the gray area in life and in parenting and it this is really important because i think so many people whether you're a parent or not live life in a very black and white way and we become so rigid in our thinking and in our beliefs that it actually holds us back or keeps us from living joyful lives and showing up in the way we want to. This includes parenting but I think it also affects every other situation in our life like including like how we take care of a house, work, relationships, politics, all of those things. And so it, it, this is a really, and so I'm really just so excited to talk to you about it. The conversation that I've been having so much lately in therapy is about how we think we have to be all or nothing or show up in an all or nothing way, whether it comes to like cleaning, meal prepping, parenting. Let me give you an example. So maybe we feel like we have to um, live a certain way or believe a certain thing when it comes to parenting. And I'll use gentle or conscious parenting as the example because that's what we talk about a lot here or positive parenting, whatever you want to call it. So we believe that that is the way to parent and we get so set in that that if we stray from that, or if we don't resonate with a piece of gentle parenting literature, advice, or suggestion that there is something wrong with us, or if we lose it and snap on our child because we're also human beings, then we feel like we have completely failed at it and we feel bad about ourselves. We become 
so caught up in feeling like we have to do this thing 100% that it's hard to be perfect at. No one is perfect at anything that when we can't meet that expectation or we don't look like that Instagram account or we have a day where we're just like F it and maybe we don't word things the correct way or our programming takes over and we struggle, then we feel bad. Or maybe we don't resonate with a certain piece of parenting advice that comes from the gentle or positive parenting community. An example that comes to mind is if your child is neurodivergent, some of these techniques aren't going to work. Or if they have like oppositional defiant disorder, some of these things just aren't going to work because of the way their brain processes. And so as a whole, you can um, operate from the perspective of I'm going to treat my kids like human beings and parent them in a gentle and conscious way. And I also need to recognize that like I have to teach them these life lessons about accountability and social skills and how to do those things and techniques within this may not work for them and I need to use something different. But then a lot of people feel guilty about not agreeing with that, not thinking that works or needing to use something different. Let me give you an example that isn't parenting. Say we want to, we care about the environment, right? And we want to live a a sustainable life and we don't want to continue to buy new things and and that's like a really important value that someone has okay so they live their life that way they buy things thrifted secondhand whatever but then they decide that I really want my home and space to feel peaceful and cute and um like I I'm comfortable there. I want it to have certain feelings for me. So I want to spend these resources to decorate it, maybe even buy things new, but I am so caught up in my belief that I need to buy everything a certain way or I need to be a minimalist or whatever that is or however that relates that I can't, I feel bad about myself for even wanting to add these extra decorations in or spend this money or Um, buy these products new. And that is where the black and white kills our joy in life (laughs) because we feel so rigid and stuck that we feel guilty about having normal human emotions and impulses. I'm going to give you a little bit more of like a controversial one. Everyone is becoming more aware of the health at every size movement and accepting our body as it is. And this is the greatest thing ever. I love it. And it has created this really big internal shame struggle in human in women that it did not mean to create. Let me tell you about that. So we want to accept our bodies as they are, but there are always going to be times where you dislike your body or you want to lose weight, maybe for whatever reason. So I have these parents coming to me, these mothers saying, I want to accept my body how it is. I use body positive language with my kids. I'm working on all these things. And then I feel this immense amount of shame and guilt about wanting to lose weight or wanting to have a regular workout routine. And this is where the black and white kills us, you guys, because we can be both. And I know that that sounds strange, especially in terms of um, like weight and size, but we can really 
try and love ourselves where we're at and still want to be better in some ways, whatever we feel like better is, okay? And we can still want to be gentle, conscious parents and still not have good days. And that flexibility is where we find the grace in life and where we can be forgiving of ourselves, Instead, as we're trying to be better and do things a better way, like for the environment, say I want to recycle, but then I have a week where things are busy and it's so stressful and I'm beating myself up because I didn't recycle or I used a styrofoam cup or a plastic straw, then I'm creating extra unnecessary stress on my life, feeling sorry for myself, and I'm not able to show up for the world, the environment, and my kids in the way that I would like to or that I value. I want you to think about this and really let it sit with you and find something where you struggle to see the gray or to be the gray. Politics is another big one. I'm not even going to go into that example. You guys can fend for yourselves. Think for yourselves on that one. But very rarely in life is something all good or all bad. If I've learned anything in my seven ish longer years of doing therapy with human beings is that we are all messy complex individuals who have good and bad sides to us good and bad qualities and the world is the same way concepts are the same way and as we are growing evolving and reaching for more and to be better we can't get so rigid in that that we forget how to enjoy our lives and find happiness because that's the point, right? The point of loving ourselves where we're at, treating our kids a certain way is so that they can have happy, healthy childhoods. And so we can enjoy motherhood more. But if we are constantly beating ourselves up for not showing up in a certain way with them, then we're actually completely defeating the purpose. And that is, can be depending on how much it affects you, just as damaging to your children as other ways of parenting, if damaging is even the word that you want to use. The sooner that we accept that as humans, we have this, this dark side to us, these impulses and emotions that aren't pretty, and that maybe we have feelings or desires that don't fall in line with values that society puts on us, like maybe having money or the weight thing, then the sooner we can work on something that is called integration. That comes up a lot when you talk about like shadow work. And I have a firm belief that shadow work and therapy are very similar in that you, and this might be too woo-woo-y for some people, but in that you... You have these parts of yourself that you bring to the surface. Maybe they're traumas, maybe they're impulses, triggers, um, just feelings that you have that you're ashamed of that you bring to the surface and you integrate them and like learning to accept that this is a part of who you are and plays a big part in making the good and the bad of you. The sooner we accept that we have those parts and we do what we need to do to integrate them, whether through therapy, meditation, Um, spiritual shadow work, whatever that is, the sooner we can live a a joy-filled life. And that doesn't come just through looking at ourselves in that way. It comes through being able to see others in that way as well. And 
uh, doing therapy has been a gift for me and that I'm now able to look at people and situations and say, oh my gosh, I get it. Like I, I get that, you know, humans are complex and messy and, um, I, I see people with so much more empathy now than I ever did before because it is not like they are one dimensional. There's many layers. We are all like these onions and, some of us are, <laughs> some onions have rotten pieces in them and some have really juicy, tasty pieces. I would never, ever describe a raw onion as juicy and t- tasty. So I don't know where that analogy came from, but so your homework, recognize the areas in your life and with your kids. And this comes out in our parenting as well. We tend to be really black and white with our kids and the world just isn't that way recognize the areas in which you are being black and white and you need to be more gray, more in the middle, more flexible, more understanding with yourself and with others. And there will be themes to it. Maybe it will be with like structure, schedule, discipline, um, beliefs about certain things, the areas that really trip you up and impact your life the most. Once you identify these areas, I want you to spend maybe just a week being aware of how they affect your functioning, your happiness and day-to-day life. And now that you've done that for a week, then I want you to spend the next week trying to remind yourself to be more in the gray area. So when that comes up in your mind and you can feel yourself going that direction, have a thought or a mantra or a reframe ready to go for yourself that you can remind yourself that I can live in the gray. And maybe that will be your mantra. I can live in the gray or it's okay to want things or it's okay that I'm human and I lost my temper or whatever it is. Use that mantra and try and really work on finding more ways to live in the gray. And I guarantee that you will feel happier and more fulfilled in all areas of, of your life if you do this rather than just trying to hold yourself to this extreme all or nothing standard. So I know this was a shorter episode and a little more big picture, less specific, but I do think it's really important and I really hope you enjoyed it and I will see you next week. If you want more of Mindful as a Mother, you can find me on Instagram at Lynn's underscore Adams LCSW. Once again, at Lynn's L-I-N-D-S underscore Adams LCSW.